be okay with living in their world for the first little while just because the transition is important. Welcome to Step Struggles. I'm your host, Brooke, and I'll be discussing common issues we face in blended families. All too often, step parents feel alone while navigating the tough times. My goal is to shine a light on these topics and perhaps provide a fresh perspective to those who are needing one. Let's discuss this week's struggle. Happy Friday! I hope everyone is having a good week. Our week has been pretty good. Our four-year-old started kindergarten, so that was a huge day. We got to go to a kindergarten orientation and just kind of learn about what they're going to be doing, what their day looks like. Uh, got to see their classroom, meet some of the other parents, and he got to play with the other kids in his class, meet his teacher, it was really good day. He really enjoyed it. I think he's really going to love school. He's always been very into learning and has always loved all of that starting, you know, when he was really little, the ABCs and then it got into planets. Now he's really into the periodic table. So I think it's going to be good for him to get to school. I did cry a little at drop off, but not as bad as I thought. I can be pretty emotional. So I was satisfied with how all that went. And really excited for him. He had a really good day and I hope that continues. He's at the school that my husband teaches at, so that also helps. He's he's going to be close by and knows the teacher on a more personal level, so that's nice. So I'm really looking forward to that for him. The baby is doing a better... He's not a baby. He's two now, but he's always going to be the baby, so <laughs> I seem to keep calling him that, but he started getting into daycare without crying, so that's also nice because that always stresses me out when you drop them off and they're just mommy at the door and crying and you just have to walk away from them. It's terrible, but he's doing a much better job. I pick him up. He tells me to have fun with friends. So yeah, all in all, everything's going well. My stepdaughter is going to start high school on Tuesday. She also got to go to her orientation and enjoyed it. She really likes school. She's looking forward to the year. She's, I just can't get over her. She chose to go to a different school than all of her friends for high school. She knows no one going in there. She just, she's so brave when it comes to stuff like that. I don't know that I would have been able to do that. I just hope it all goes smooth for her as well and, and easy. And then my stepson is going into grade six and he's never been excited to start school. So no surprise, he's not really looking forward to it. I'm sure he'll have a good year and It'll be nice to be back with his friends. It's that time. I know most of you are probably going through that. It could be a good time for a lot of us because there's a little more structure when school comes and that can really help things to feel a little less chaotic. So I uh, hope everybody's doing well and prepared for the first day if it hasn't happened already. Today, I thought that I'd just kind of touch on a few things that to think about if you're getting involved with a man who has kids. For those people who are just starting out or thinking about dating somebody who has kids, you're probably not listening to this if it's just a thought. You probably haven't looked for resources, but if you are here and it is new, I thought I'd just touch on the things that that I really thought about in the beginning. I've got it down to five concerns when it comes to dating a man with kids and things that you should think about and then just kind of the way I have handled them. The first one for me was, will he want an ours baby? Because my husband had two kids when I met him. I knew that. I know I've told this before, but early on, before I even gave him my phone number, before anything was a thing, I did 
ask him if that was something he'd be open to because I've wanted kids my whole life. So if he was done having kids, which he thought he was, then I wouldn't have continued pursuing anything with him because I was 30 and he was a father. So I did ask him that. He did say it was something that he was definitely open to. So that wasn't an issue for us. But I would take that very seriously if you ask your partner if they're willing to have more children, especially if they already have children and they say that they don't really want any more kids, then don't go into it thinking you'll change their mind because that is a big deal. So for me, it was a definite deal breaker if he wasn't going to be open to that. Take that one seriously. I think it's it's a huge deal to change somebody's mind on that. It's a whole lifestyle and I don't think it's something you should push them into because they could grow resentful of it because you do have to change your life and everything Everything is so much more expensive. You're really tied down, you know, and your life has to revolve around the kids and their schedules. And I know some people have a more alternative lifestyle and they can go with the flow a little more. I definitely wouldn't have it in me to do that, especially not with kids. And I think that being on the same page early on about that is extremely important. If you are by chance a new stepmom or you're struggling to find people that can understand or that you can even talk to or wondering if it's something you should be worrying about or not worrying about or just need to vent, I really recommend getting into Jamie Scrimger's exclusive community. She's lowered the price recently, so it's not even it's cheaper than it used to be and it's never been really pricey to be a member. I believe now it's $9.99 a month to join, which is nothing. If that's something you'd be interested, I will link that in my show notes. I am in there quite a bit. And just finding other people that have actually been in the exact same situation as you and just reading it, you'll be amazed how many people have experienced the exact same thing. You know, the shoes by the door is a big one or situations with bio mom. Even the words that a lot of the bio moms use are similar. So check it out. It is it's really helped me to go in there when I'm having a rough day and just getting the support or just being able to relate to other people is really helpful. And she also does podcasts with experts in there. I did one recently with her and it is, yeah, those are always great to listen to too. It gives you a little bit of a different perspective and just hearing from somebody like she's got lawyers that come in and talk about the court process and doctors, all kinds of people, other stepmoms. It's, it is really, really great. So I will make sure that I link that one as well. The second one is what if we don't work as a blended family? So I knew that I was, I would love the kids. I was excited about all of that, but I was worried that, you know, getting involved in what they already had, if I would if everything would just flow, right? And if having kids of our own was going to be a problem and just all of the complications that come with being in a blended family and what that would look like, there's a lot of uncertainty and not knowing. And of course, I mean, I didn't grow up hoping that I would be a stepmom or thinking about that and what that would look like. So it's kind of, you have to think about all this stuff after the fact, sort of, and just after you've met somebody that you want to dive into that with, worrying if it's going to work. And if we don't work out, what's that look like? I didn't, I was very concerned about meeting the kids prematurely and then having things not work out because I knew I would fall for them. And I didn't want them to have to go through another breakup. They've already been through that. 
for me, it was really important that I didn't meet the kids until we were both very sure that we wanted to be together moving forward. I mean, obviously nothing's ever guaranteed, but we were pretty solid by the time I met the kids and very sure that that we were going to at least be together for the near future. And I mean, I obviously think we're going to be together for life, but you never know. So just being sure and being giving the kids a stable relationship to look up to was important to me. And that was a concern. You know, I was I was worried about causing more chaos for them and and just not having a workout because of all the complications too. You know, it can be more difficult. The statistics are not great for a second family or second marriage. So yeah, I had to consider all of those things and kind of think about what the risk was and and how likely we were to make it work. Number three, is there a chance for dad and bio mom to reconnect this one? <laughs> this one kind of came out of nowhere for me. I didn't really consider it until an alarm went off on his phone reminding him that it was her birthday and we were living together at this time and I just, uh, it it stung a little. And that was kind of the first thing for me that connected the two of them in any personal way other than the kids being you know, both of their kids. But so I, I did get kind of upset and was very adamant that he be absolutely sure that that wasn't an option because I didn't want to stand in between them if they could be together because it would be easier on the kids if they were. And if that was something that he wanted or that he was ever going to want or that he thought was a possibility, that was something I wanted him to be upfront about and just go explore that. But he was he was kind of taken aback by me even suggesting that and then was very reassuring that that was not an option. And in a lot of cases, I mean, if they went through all that to separate, especially when you're having when you have kids and a marriage, a house, I mean, whatever your partner's deal was with their significant other, it's got to take a lot to break that up. It's not an easy choice to make and a lot of thought would have gone into it and it, it was clearly not working. So I don't know what the likelihood is of couples getting back together when they have kids and they've split, but um, I would imagine that that would be a pretty set in stone thing if you've been through all that to not go back on it. But yeah, it's definitely an insecurity that a lot of us have and that I had and just something to definitely think about. Number four was how will I fit into the big picture? When I started dating my husband, we are long distance. But he is a teacher and he would go back and spend the summers at his mom's house and spend time with the kids there. That worked for them at the time, but I I work and I worked full time and I had two weeks vacation. So for me, if that was going to continue, it was either he's going to go back and I'm not going to see him for the summer. I could come back for maybe two weeks, but then that would be all of my vacation for the year. When we had kids, then that would mean my kids going into daycare or spending the summer in Ontario where I don't get to see them all summer. So uh, it was complicated to think about. And obviously these were conversations that we had to have. So just considering how you are going to fit into what they do. And then a lot of us also start getting frustrated when we're just having to fit into what they've always done. And I know how frustrating that can be. And for us, the first summer, I did end up switching jobs. And in between, I went home with him and we did spend six weeks or something 
there so the transition wasn't and then the kids got to know me and I got to know them and we got to spend a lot of time together. I had a previous employer was kind enough to take me on for the summer so I was still working when I was there. I didn't just have to give up making any money but and it was really nice. I I still cherish that summer. It was so great to be able to do all the things we got to do together and it gave me time to get to know them. So that is something that I think is very important is to be okay with living in their world for the first little while just because the transition is important and learning how you fit and what's going to work. So for me, we did that for the first summer, but that was unrealistic once I got a new job and I wasn't going to have that flexibility again. So we started talking about what the options were. Yeah, we had to go to court because um, it just wasn't something that their mom thought that was necessary for them to spend so much time here. And so it was a process and there was some hurdles and it was difficult and it was costly and but we did what we needed to do to make it workable. And having the kids here, I also think is very important for them to be able to be in their dad's house and and live in his world too, right? Because him just always going there, it's like visiting where when they come here, they live here for the summer. So yeah, that was something that we did have to adjust, but it wasn't as soon as I got came into the picture, right? They had time to get to know me first and and it wasn't just all of a sudden I'm here and now their whole life is shifting because of me. Talking about going back to school and especially kindergarten and even daycare, we have to label everything. Like, I don't remember having my name in all of my stuff, like my shoes, my water bottle, my Tupperware, my lunch bag, all articles of clothing. It is a lot. So with our daycare, we actually got some Mabel's labels, which have changed my life. They're so cute. We got some that have a camping theme or, yeah, like an outdoorsy camping theme. And they're so cute because it's something that we do really like doing. And then they come in all different colors, shapes, different, even keychains for the backpack. That's something that has really helped me out because just sticking the name on all of the tags and they never wash off. They never seem to wear so highly recommend it. I do have a link that I will link in the show notes just to, if you guys want a discount on them or to check them out, they are amazing. It actually has made everything so much easier. So yeah, I'll make sure that I link that for you just in case you are also struggling with writing their names and everything or having a wash off or not having a place to write it. You just want it to look cute. My writing is terrible. So that is also very helpful for me because after I write for too long, you can't even really read it. So they won't know it's my kid. <laughs> just a side note. Number five, will the kids like me? And this was something I didn't think about until right before I met them. And I'm sitting on the couch in his mom's place waiting for him. He went down to get them. And I got so nervous. And I hadn't thought that I would be nervous ever leading up to it. I was really excited. And then, yeah, so nervous. What if they don't like you? I mean, I'm sure there are step parents that have their stepkids not liking them and vice versa. And it, it for me, was a very nerve wracking thing because, again, I grew up as a, a stepdaughter. My parents were divorced and I really felt 
that if my mom had been with somebody that we couldn't get along with, I truly believe she would not have been with that person. And so that was something that was very, very strong in my mind, thinking about if the kids don't like me, if we can't get along, then this relationship might be over. And I also can't imagine being with somebody and having that kind of tension with their kids because you would be constantly, you know, feeling uncomfortable or not knowing what to do. And I know that we go through that anyway, whether we get along with them or not. But at the time, I didn't know that. And so it was stressful. I was worried that they wouldn't like me or that they wouldn't take to me. And they came in and they were very shy for the first few minutes, but we clicked right away um, within the first three minutes. And we've gotten along really well ever since. So I am very lucky. Obviously, there's been some, you know, rocky patches. They haven't liked what I said. I haven't liked what they said, but that's part of being human. And for the most part, we do really get along and I've loved them from very early on. And so I've been lucky, but yeah, that one was, was a big one for me. It was a, it was a huge worry. And I think if you are having that situation where you're not feeling comfortable with them, because I know that's a feeling that a lot of us have, and I did too. Like, I felt like I always needed to be perfect for them, and that at any time they could turn on me or go tell their mom something, and then she'd have them turn on me, or, you know, all the worries that we go through that we, I didn't ever imagine myself going through. But so if you are experiencing that and you are kind of feeling like you can't say anything or you are struggling to feel comfortable around the kids or what to say or what to do and you just so often we go around breaking our back for them and trying to make sure everything's nice for them and taking things too personally when they don't look up from their iPad to say hi or they don't put their shoes away or you know whatever your thing is if you are struggling with that try to remember that they're kids try to remember what you were like when you were a kid and how much you thought about your parents, right? We're not as important as we sometimes like to think we are. They're not always intentionally trying to spite us or stick it to us somehow. Like I find with stepkids, we read so much more into their actions. Their every little move is such a bigger deal and it means so much more and it's coming from a deeper place than if it was our biological kids. We don't take things as personally, you know? If I have to say my son's name six times before he looks at me, it's frustrating, sure, but I'm not thinking that he is, there's more going on or that he's really, it's some deep thing about how, how he feels about me. Where if it's your stepkids, you can be like, oh, like they're so disrespectful to me. This is because of whatever reason, their mom or they don't want me around or whatever. So try to, when you're in those moments and you're feeling that, Try to take a step back and just remind yourself that they are kids and that these are normal behaviors, whether they're stepkids or biological kids, and, and think, would you be responding this way if you were biologically tied to them? And I also do strongly believe that getting to know the kids for people and not just assuming they are now your children because you're with their parent can go a long way. Just get to know them. Take them out for lunch. Talk to them. Figure out what they like. Try to connect on something. Try to bond with them as people rather than have them respect you or appreciate all the things you're doing for them or trying to step into the mom role because you're not the mom and 
the mom has bonded with them since they were babies. It's different. You can't just jump into that dynamic. So getting to know the kids and letting them get to know you, being vulnerable with them, talking to them like they're people. If you're having an issue or you're feeling a certain way about them, you know, see what's going on. You know, I feel like you're being a little cold or is something happening or did I do something? Are you upset with me? You know, just clarifying what's going on can really help too, because they're not going to be comfortable with you until you're comfortable with them. So having conversations and getting to know them really can go a long way. So highly recommend that. Uh, yeah. So those were, were the five things that I just wanted to touch on. And it's just, it's really, it's really funny to look back on the things that you worry about because everything evolves so much over time. And I mean, there's still worries. You still run into things and there are so many things you didn't even think to worry about. But I also think that the less we try to safeguard all of these things and worry about it, you know, we're not focusing on the right things so often. And that's where we put so much pressure on everything, right? Like, the focus should be your relationship in the beginning because that's really what matters. And of course, the kids matter and you have to factor all that in. But it doesn't all need to fall into place right away. And you don't need to sit here stressing over every little thing of what it could be and how it could work out because you don't know that. You can't tell the future until you're living it. And then when you are, it's probably going to be a lot easier to deal with than all the worries and all of the things you're making up in your mind. I did do a blog post about this on my blog. It is titled Top 5 Concerns About Dating a Man with Kids. So if you are interested in learning more about this topic or how I felt, and I, I did write that quite a while ago, so it may be slightly different to what I'm saying here as, you know, as you learn and grow and evolve, it can change. But I will, I'll put the link to that in the show notes for you if you want to check it out. So thanks again for listening to me ramble on for another episode and hopefully you got something from this. Maybe you could relate. Maybe it's things you haven't even thought about and hopefully I haven't given you something new to worry about because that's what we're trying to avoid. So hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Step Struggles. If you are wanting to discuss what you're struggling with, I do offer step family coaching at strugglingstepmom.com. I'm also always open to chat on Instagram at the struggling stepmom. If you'd like to weigh in on our struggle of the week, give me a follow and watch for the question box in my stories. Thanks again and talk to you guys next Friday.